Hey guys, this is James Dean, and if you click that link, you're looking at moving to the Pikes Peak area. Make sure you stay tuned to the very end of the video, and you'll get my number one reason for living here. This is James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate and Keller Williams Client's Choice. I'm one of your top agents out here in the area, and we have folks moving out here to the Pice Peak region all the time. So if you need any help, please give me a call or send me a text, 719-304-9772. I'd love to help you make Pikes, the Pice Peak region your home. Hey guys, this is James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate, and today we're going to discuss all the possible reasons why you might want to move to the Teller County area or to the Pice Peak region. In specific, uh, you know, answers to moving to the to a mountain town or to a mountain area that's very different than living at uh, sea level or even Colorado Springs, which feels like sea level after living out here for a little bit. Um, we are sitting around six thousand feet compared to up somewhere, you know, around nine thousand, depending on where you are in this area. So, I'll give you a little bit of background about myself. Uh, I've lived out here in this area uh, for just under six years. My wife and I moved out here originally with the military move. Uh, to Fort Carson, which was my last duty station before I retired from the military. Spent 20 years in the military. Uh, we fell in love with the Colorado area about 10 years ago and decided to change our plans from retiring out in uh, Northern Virginia to retiring out here in Colorado. You can't beat the lack of humidity that the East Coast has. I mean, I can't even go over that enough, how much I do not miss the humidity and miss the sweating in the summertime and the super cold feeling winters because of the 100% the, uh, humidity in the winter. It is not like that here in Colorado, even up here in the mountains, uh, where we're almost at its own different uh, little geographic atmosphere with, uh, with how high we are. So for us, um, we love being outside and we love being able to see and do things outside all year round. And Colorado is the first place that we've ever lived that actually provided that on a year round basis. Places that we've lived before, it's very seasonal based on when you can be there. With Colorado, with every changing of the season, you get all kinds of different uh, sports activities or outdoor activities that you can do and we love that. Now for me and my wife, the biggest thing that we had to decide is, is whether or not we wanted to do the commute from the mountains down into Colorado Springs area, which is where we were working. Me specifically down in the southern portion of Colorado Springs at Fort Carson and my wife in the downtown area. And this was something that we just weren't sure of and I wish that we'd had this information up front because we had lots of old info from friends that had been stationed at Fort Carson before and that had been in this area, um, but it wasn't really anything that was really new and reliable. And the biggest worry that we had was our ability to actually get down the mountain in the wintertime. Like I can tell you for a fact, in the last uh, just under six years that we've been here, um, you know, our fear before we came out here was the closing of what we call the pass. So heading down into the Springs or Colorado Springs, that's uh, Highway 24 heading down there. And we've seen Highway 24 closed less than five times uh, since we've been here. And typically, uh, in fact, I have not seen it. It has not affected me going into work or anything along those lines for snow or anything like that for it being closed. I haven't seen it closed for snow. And it probably has in the last five years, maybe in the evenings or something, but they do a great job on keeping that pass clear for us to get down to the Springs because they know that there's a lot of people that rely on that for business to be able to get down to the Springs or come up to our area uh, for our businesses that are up here within the uh, the Tele County area. So 
Um, those times I've seen it closed have been for accidents or been for a rock slide. And I've seen that happen twice, the rock slide, but the majority of them have just been accidents that have been out there. And they'll shut down one side of the highway or they'll open it up so you can go on the other side and you just get stuck in traffic for a little while, then you go on, just like anywhere else. So I had friends uh, that all did not do research and they moved uh, to the Colorado Springs area. When they found out where we lived and the amount of commute time that we had and what we had to view on the way down, most of them are pretty jealous. So when we came to Colorado, we wanted to live in the mountains. That's what we came to Colorado for, not to live on the plains. Uh, my wife's from Wichita, Kansas originally. So I've been to the plains quite a bit and that was a place that I did not want to be living. Even though you've got a good view of the mountains and it's gorgeous, gorgeous scenery down there. I wanted to come to Colorado to live in the mountains and experience that mountain lifestyle, uh, which is what I've loved and it's what we have enjoyed for the entire time that we've been here. So really for us, that was the biggest question that we had was commutability. Now for me, we live in Divide and it took, uh, it takes about approximately 45 minutes to get down to Colorado Springs from Divide. Or if you're going to Fort Carson, you know, the north portion of Fort Carson, about 45 minutes. If you're going to the south portion where the airfield is um, and where one of the, uh, where second uh, brigade combat team is, it could take about an hour to get down there. But here's the benefit of it. I've got tons of friends spent just as much on their homes as we spent on ours, much less land, lived in Monument, and they got to sit in traffic on I-25 for the exact same amount of time as it took me to drive down the mountain with a, with a handful of traffic lights. And I get a beautiful view going down the pass and up the pass every day when I come home, as opposed to what they get with sitting in gridlock traffic on I-25, dealing with that mess and all that nonsense. Um, so that was a big thing for us as we realized like, hey, this was a great choice for us. And that's something that you've got to decide if you want to do as well. But that's just a little bit of history of me and my wife and why we decided that we like to live out here and be in this area. So just a minute, I'm going to check the notes. So this is like, this is real me. Uh, all these videos are going to be super authentic. Uh, I'm not trying to make these crazy, you know, special professional videos. These videos are out here. This is authentic me just talking to you because I want you guys to know what it's like to be out here. Um, so let's see, if you've never been here, uh, you've probably got a lot of questions as far as uh, what to expect with altitude, with climate, uh, as far as temperature changes and all that kind of fun stuff. So first of all, and I kind of alluded to this before, let me just say that living out here in Colorado, specifically in the mountains, um, if you look on the average temperatures, you're going to see lower temperatures than what you might be used to if you live anywhere else. We're at a pretty high altitude. Uh, the altitude that we live at currently in Divide is 9,200 feet. If you're in Wilden Park, you could be down closer to the 8,700 foot range, uh, whatnot, uh, which incidentally is very similar to the Palmer Divide up by Monument in that area in Palmer Lake. Uh, you're going to be very close to that altitude up there. And those guys um, in that area have very similar climates when we do have snowstorms that come through up here too. So just a little food for thought on that. But the lack of humidity up here does two things. Number one, it makes the temperatures feel a lot less extreme. So in the summertime when it's hot um, and you go down to the springs or you go down to Pueblo in that area and it's a lot warmer down there, you'll feel the warmth because you know we're used to being cooler up here with the mountain crisp air and it's beautiful up here. So you'll feel some warmth down there, but it doesn't feel like the 80, 90 degrees that you feel you know, back east or in Texas or somewhere where it's much more humid. Um, it's a much drier air. You're not gonna sweat immediately as soon as you walk outside. And that also falls through with the cold up here. And you guys, I know everybody hears, oh, it's not bad, it's a dry cold, it's a dry cold. 
And it's, I, I can't, you can't, it's hard to explain that until you actually get a chance to experience it. Uh, but when you come out here, like I'm, I'm originally from South Florida, that's where I grew up. So I'm a Florida boy. I'm used to heat. I love the heat. We lived in Hawaii at one point. We love that out there as well. So that was something I wasn't really sure of. I was like, man, do I want to spend my winters up in the mountains in Colorado? Is that going to be something that's feasible? And we've got horses and dogs and other things that we're going to be concerned about making sure they can actually handle the climate uh, that's out here, up here in the mountains. So what we did for us was we rented for the first six months that we were here, um, out here in Teller County, just to make sure that this is where we wanted to be in the wintertime. Because we got here in an October time frame, we rented through until uh, April and then bought our first place. Because I wanted to make sure, because it's, you, you, there was nothing really out there that could really tell me what it was gonna be like in the wintertime. And what I discovered was, this is nowhere like a humid, cold weather climate. Um, and it's a winter wonderland in the wintertime. It's gorgeous up here. It's what you expect to see in the wintertime. It's not like back east where it's all gloomy and gray and you know, there's not a lot of sunshine and then you end up with all the trees that are dead. So all you see is dead trees and bushes all over the place and dead grass. And we do have our dead trees, you know, with our deciduous trees and our aspens and some birches and some cottonwoods in different places. But we've also got a lot of evergreens and a lot of pine trees up here that actually provide a ton of green in the wintertime compared to other places that you might've seen uh, in the wintertime. So that contrast with the snow is absolutely gorgeous. And the Christmases out here, I mean, I think we've only had one Christmas out here that hasn't been a white Christmas, not in the sense of it's snowing actually on Christmas, but just there being snow on the ground as well. So these are things that we loved about this area. On top of that, you can walk outside and, and I, I I probably wear less clothing in the wintertime here than I did in Virginia when I was stationed in Alabama, when I lived in Florida. Florida was different. I mean, I was 60 degrees and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a ski jacket time. That's what everybody in South Florida does. It's really funny to go watch that now. But it's it's incredible the difference uh, in the feel of how that, that, that actually happens. Now, on the flip side of that, it is drier. So most places you do need humidifiers things to help keep you from drying out because you can end up with nosebleeds, skin gets drier, so you're putting lotion on all the time. Different little things you want to take care of. Plus you're closer to the sun, so we get stronger sun up here. It's actually, sometimes I feel like it's stronger here than it was in Hawaii. You can get burned really quick if you're not careful and it don't, doesn't feel like it because it's not as hot here and you're not sweating, but you can definitely get burned out here at the sun. So these are some things to think about climate-wise out here, but I, I encourage you, I mean, it's it's nothing like what you've experienced before if you haven't been out west and experienced a dryness uh, that's really nice. And, and you know, it's it's something that it's really speaks for itself once you get out here too, but it's not as crazy as you might, have seen, uh, might assume of what it's gonna be out here. And, uh, and we've got horses, I mean, it's our horses love it out here. Our dogs do too. Um, we do keep the dogs in heated runs in the evenings, but we have a bunch of dogs. And you can find out more about our dogs that are on. You can see her, my sidekick, Raksha. She's one of our dogs, and she goes everywhere with me typically. Um, so you'll probably see her in some more videos as well. Um, let's see. So living up here on a daily basis. Um, so there are some differences that you're going to have up here as opposed to living down in the springs. There's some sacrifices. So, and we'll get to the, the best part on the last. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And don't forget to hit subscribe, please. And then also uh, click the little bell so you're notified every time. You know, if you're thinking about coming out here, I'll be putting videos out about, well, about twice a week. So you can kind of get an idea of this area before you even come out here, so you know where to go and you're not coming out here blind. 
Um, but uh, living up here on a daily basis, so um, for a while, uh, you know, I was doing the commute every day down to Colorado Springs, and it's pretty regiment. I mean, it's not it's not hard to do. It's not hard to get down there. Uh, but the great part was was getting to come back up here to live in the mountains, and it takes a different type of person to want to live up here in the sense of we're not down in the springs, we're not living in the city where you're going to be able to just go, you know, two minutes down the road to go to Costco or, um, or hey, there's a Safeway that's just right there. It's, it's our neighborhood Safeway. It's right there down the road. Um, we do have a lot of amenities up here, um, but it's not the same as living in a big city. For me and my wife, that's what we wanted. We didn't want the mass population down there. When we do need to go down there for stuff, it's easy. We just pop down there on the weekend or after work or whatnot. It's not hard to get down there and it's not too big of an issue. And from Woodland Park, it's even closer than Divide. And I forgot to mention that. So my, my commute from Divide, you know, it's 45 minutes down to the north part of Fort Carson or into the main part of Colorado Springs. But if you live in the Woodland Park area, it's even closer. You're looking at a 20 to 30 minute drive to get down to those areas. So it's really not too far in that sense. Plus you get the beauty and the majesty of living up here in the mountains, which is probably what you moved to Colorado for. Um, if it wasn't work-based, and you're coming out here specifically for a location, which Colorado is uh, number two uh, in the best places to live, according to the new statistics just came out, is probably because you're coming out here for the beauty of the Rocky Mountains, which is what we all love out here. So on a daily basis, uh, it's really not much different than anywhere else we've lived. And I lived all over the world, all over the U.S. Um, it just depends on where you want to place your home. Uh, for those that are military that are looking at moving up here, there's tons of retired military and tons of active duty military that actually live up here within this community as well. Uh, we have a very strong military community up here. Uh, but there's lots and lots and lots of commuters that, that, uh, that commute down to the Springs or that open businesses up here as well. So the everyday pace is not, it's not crazy and as hectic as it is down in the Springs. We love that. Um, originally when I, when I uh, was uh, raised in South Florida in the Fort Lauderdale area, you know, the, the hecticness is what I, what I thrived on. I love that. I love the busyness all the time. And I, and in a lot of ways I'm still like that. But when we moved out to Hawaii, um, about 15 years ago, my wife and I, um, I discovered that ability to enjoy the relaxations in life. And this is the best of both worlds because you've got the ability to stay as busy as you want to, uh, with the community out here in Teller County, as well as down in uh in the colorado springs area but on the same side you've also got the ability to slow down and just enjoy being out here in this beautiful location so that's a little bit on just a day-to-day -day. um but it's uh it's a simple simple thing to kind of fall into um and oh let me talk about this too real quick before i forget so driving in the wintertime and this is what i thought was kind of funny because people that live in the colorado springs area they think that if you know, you go up to Teller County, it's going to, the roads are bad in the springs. They're going to be terrible up in Teller County. <laughs> I got news for you. Typically, that's not the case. Uh, and there's some reasons for that. And I'll go over them really quick. One is most of the people here in Teller County, uh, they all have all-wheel drive vehicles or four-wheel drive of some, some shape or form. You can get away with front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive, but you need to make sure that you've got winter tires up here in the wintertime. But they do a different type of snow plowing, not really plowing, but cleaning of the roads in the wintertime, and they're really efficient on it on the main roads up here as opposed to the springs. I can't tell you how many times I've left my house in the wintertime and, uh, and folks down in the Springs are like, Oh no, we've got this big delay. We got this big delay. And it's no big deal driving up here until I get down into the Springs. And then suddenly like I get down the pass and it's like, 
it's like all hell broke loose. Like people are sliding all over the place. They don't know what they're doing. They're just, they're everywhere. I mean, it's just like, it's nuts what happens once you get down there. And they change the different chemicals, and I'm not sure what chemicals actually do or don't use compared to the springs with up here in Tella County. But the stuff we have up here, um, typically the roads are very, very drivable year round. The only time you might have an issue is in the early fall and in the springtime when we're getting that mix of you know temperature changes and we might get some ice. And then all it takes is the sun popping out, which the sun comes out over 300 days you know, out of the year, it's always sunny out here. It seems like when it's, we get a cloudy day, it's a rare day. And we're just, we're all sad. We're like, man, I want my sun and blue skies back. But that sun comes out and it immediately hits the roads and that stuff just disappears and it melts within a couple hours. It's incredible how quick that happens. So um, it's not an issue up here with driving in the wintertime. Uh, and I and I personally think it's worse driving in Colorado Springs. I've almost gotten in more accidents in Colorado Springs than I have anywhere else, just in the sense of, the, the way the roads are taken care of. So, and I'm not really sure if it's really the care of the roads or just the mass amount of people that are driving on it, packing it down, but it's definitely a difference. And, and anybody that's lived up here for a little bit will tell you that it certainly is different. Um, let's see. Uh, so convenience. So we're here in Teller County. Um, depending on where you live is going to depend on what kind of conveniences that you have here. If you're living in Woodland Park, you're going to have the most conveniences out of anywhere else in Teller County. I mean, we've got the Walmart, Safeway, City Market, which is another grocery store. Um, we've got all kinds of grocery stores. We have, a, um, you know, the, the Whole Foods up here. Um, we have all kinds of stuff that's up here that you can actually use for shopping. So on, on the um, commonality side of it, uh, those places will keep you from having going down the springs. The only time that we typically go down the springs for anything grocery-wise is Costco, and that's like a once-a-month thing that we normally would go down to Costco for because we don't have a Costco up here. Um, we also don't have a Lowe's or a Home Depot, but I don't know about you, unless I'm in the middle of a project, I'm not going to Lowe's and Home Depot every day. I probably will go to one of those grocery stores almost every day, but I'm not going to Lowe's or Home Depot every day. So that's an easy drive down the springs. If you're in Wilden Park, it's a 20, 25 minute drive. You're at one of those stores and you get your stuff and come right back up. We do have local hardware stores though that could probably supply you with most of the stuff that you would need anyways with Foxworth and uh, do-it-yourself hardware. It's there in Wilden Park also. We also have an Ace out in uh, Florissant. And uh, so those, those areas are gonna be able to help service most of your needs right off the bat with your day-to-day -day living that's out here. Um, so it's not like you're living out in the middle of nowhere, you know, where you're having to drive two hours just to get somewhere to go, you know, to get something. It is not like that at all. So you get the mountain living with the convenience of being, you know, close to large cities, which is not very common in a lot of places in Colorado. And I could just start naming off mountain towns that don't have any of that, uh, that you're gonna have to drive several hours to get to some of these places to be able to do some things. So you're still connected enough that you can actually access a lot of these conveniences. Uh, with that, we've got uh, outstanding uh, restaurants and, and bars out here, um, and I'll be doing some, uh, some episodes on the, uh, on the YouTube channel uh, that'll be highlighting some of my favorites out here, but uh, we've got everything from barbecue, sushi, uh, Chinese, um, we've got uh, great pizza places out here, Mexican places out here too. I mean, it's at burger joints, um, just some amazing food out here. We've also got the wonderful small mountain town breweries out here also, which are a lot of fun to go to and hang out with. Those are big hangout spots 
as well. So there's a lot of stuff out here that, you know, that this place that Telecounty and the Pikes Peak region have to offer for you uh, that you're going to be able to utilize and keep yourself occupied with. Um, and it's and it's great. And if you know you do want to go down to the Springs for a different dinner uh, one night, that's not a hard thing to do either. My wife and I do it all the time. Um, we do a lot of stuff up here. We try to stay local up here as much as possible, but sometimes we do like to go down and experience something different in the Springs. And it's not a far drive. It's an easy drive to get down there to actually do that stuff. So in some of the stuff I'll be going over on future uh, um, videos as well on my YouTube channel will be uh, just some of the other places that we do like that are down those areas that are easily commutable from this area up here. So you can kind of see exactly what we're talking about. Because I'm not just sitting here just telling you stuff, you know, just to tell you, this is stuff that I do on a daily basis that, I, that my wife and I love to do uh, currently as well. All right, so I told you the last part is going to be the biggest, the biggest reason of why we love to live in Colorado, specifically in the Pice Peak region. And that's the outdoor recreation. This is an outdoor mecca. I can't tell you enough. There's so many things out here. If you like doing anything outdoor, minus the ocean, <laughs> you could probably find it to do up here. You can even go boating. If you wanted to go down to one of the reservoirs, you could go boating down on Pueblo Reservoir. Um, it's not a huge sport out here, but there are places that do do stuff like that. And I've got friends that have got boats that do it for fishing and whatnot. But just a I'm just going to start just rattling off some, and then we'll talk about some specifically here. So you got hiking. Uh, sightseeing, fly fishing, hunting, camping, OHVs, so your off-road vehicles, your side-by-sides, your quads, your dirt bikes, horseback riding, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, skiing and snowboarding, mountain biking, and visiting all those little mountain towns. So guess what happens when folks in Colorado Springs in that area, when they want to go out and do something in Colorado that's outside, they don't go downtown to go find a good place to go to snowshoe. They came up, they come up to where we are. Well, if you live here, you're already here. This place is, it's, it's incredible with what we have set up in our backyard to actually provide us the ability to do things on a, on a year round basis. So just to give you an idea, some big things that my wife and I love doing. We've, there's tons of hiking places up here that are literally within a 10 to 20 minute drive that you can just spend, you, you can spend your entire summer going to all these different hiking places and experiencing different hikings. All the way from doing the local version of hiking Pikes Peak, which is at Devil's Playground, as opposed to the Bar Trail, which is a much further hike. Uh, you're starting at nine to 9,500 feet instead of 6,000 feet. And you can actually do that in a day hike if you're an avid hiker. We also have much milder hikes like the Craig's Trailhead, which is really close to where we live. Um, you know, and uh, Women's Camp, and there's Rampart Range, there's all kinds of stuff out here. Now, when you compare our hiking trails to what's out on the front range that lots of folks from Colorado Springs, when they try to get within their 10 to 20 minute drive, you're gonna go to places like Seven Falls, up there by uh, the Broadmoor area. You're gonna do stuff up in the Cheyenne Mountain uh, State Park area, uh, Red Rocks. There's obviously Garden of the Gods. That's a beautiful place too. But the problem with those areas is that everybody goes to them. So it's packed with people. I'm not saying you're not gonna see anybody on our trails, but you're gonna see a lot less people and you're actually gonna get a chance to enjoy nature a lot more than as if you're out on a sidewalk passing people left and right, which sometimes those trails, that's what it feels like. So, and on top of that, Colorado is super dog friendly. You could take your dog on pretty much every hiking trail out here. And if not, there's, there's pretty blatant signs that say whether you can or can't. A lot of the state parks, you can't bring your dogs out on a lot of those trails. Uh, it's kind of similar to national parks in that sense, but 
the state parks don't cover the majority of the great trails. The great trails out here are actually national forests, and you can take your dogs on all of them. It is amazing with what you can do out there with trails. Um, with that, you're obviously seeing the sightseeing too. So if you're not actually into doing the trails, there's so much stuff that you could do out here too that just provides these beautiful views of what you can actually see with the mountains, uh, either all the way down to the Sangre de Cristo Mountains to the south or to the Collegiate Peaks out to the west, the Terrials out to the northwest, Pikes Peak, there's the big one that everybody always loves to see. You can see that from the majority of places out here in Teller County as well. There's gorgeous scenery out here, regardless of whether or not you actually like to hike or not. Some people just like to drive, especially during leafing season when those leaves start changing on the aspens. And it's just absolutely gorgeous of what you can actually see out here. And it's much bigger than what you might imagine or might have seen if you're coming from the mountains out east um, or that's all you've seen is those areas out there. With the fly fishing, um, that's something I got into last year. I am loving it. Uh, so I'll probably do an episode uh, of some places that I love to go fly fishing out here as well. Um, and there's some great areas. I mean, you've got some blue ribbon waters out here uh, that people pay thousands of dollars to come spend a week, get a guide and go out here and fish. If you live here in Teller County, I can go fly fishing to a Love Mile Canyon. It takes me 15 minutes to get there and I'm on the water. I can go to Dreamstream uh, out near uh, in the Park County area and I can fish the Dreamstream in about a 45 minute drive. I can go to different parts of the Platte easily within 45 to 30 minutes. That's gonna provide world-class fly fishing that nobody else can even compare to that people travel here all the time to do. And it's awesome fishing. Um, the hunting, we have elk, bear, mule deer, all kinds of stuff that's out here too. Uh, tons of friends that are avid hunters. That's something I'm trying to get into myself. Haven't gotten a chance to hunt out here yet, but uh, I've got lots of friends that do, and I'm planning on doing it this season. So I'll post some stuff on, on some hunts that I go on if I get a chance to do some of that this year, but I'm ready to go this year. Um, camping. There's camping everywhere. There's structured campsites. There's uh, off-the-grid campsites. Um, there's all kinds of places you can go camping. And a lot of that ties in too, if you like doing the uh, OHV, so the off-highway vehicle stuff is what Colorado calls it. Um, there are so many trails out here that you can utilize that they keep and maintain, and it is such a blast. We'll do some episodes on that too, but it's so much fun with the side-by-side. -side. And the wife and I get the side-by-side, -side, we get a dog, bring a dog with us, and we just go have a blast out there just off-roading. Some of the views you get to see are stuff you've never been able to, to see anywhere else. Uh, we actually saw our first mountain lion on a side-by-side. -side. That was pretty cool. My dad was with me on that one. That was pretty wild. Um, didn't get a chance to get a, a picture because I mean, he was pretty close, but it was, it was pretty fun. I'll tell you that story later, but that was, that was a lot of fun too. Um, horseback riding. Wife and I both have, well, we've got horses. We've got five horses out here where we live on our little mini ranch and, uh, horseback riding on these trails. That's another great thing that we love doing. We go down to Dome Rock, hike down there and, and ride our horses down there, or we'll just ride them up behind our place in the Pikes Peak National Forest. We have a lot of old mining trails uh, that not a lot of people have access to, but we do because we've got property that's right up against that borderline right there. And we go out there and we'll, we'll take our horses on that. We'll take them up Raspberry Mountain. Uh, we'll do all kinds of different stuff. And it's just, it's a, it's a lot of fun. There's just so much that you can do with the horses out here as well. Getting into the wintertime, you're looking at snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. All those same trails that you're able to hike on, 
A lot of them you can do cross-country skiing on if it's flat enough, or if you're an extremist and you like you like those climbs, there's a lot of folks that do that too. You can take them up there on those climbs, or even snowshoeing as well. And seeing a winter wonderland and the way it looks uh, in the winter time, it's just it's breathtaking with the snow hanging off the trees, uh, especially if you get out there with some virgin powder and some virgin snow. It's not even been locked down before. It is absolutely gorgeous, um, and it'll take your breath away with how beautiful it is. Then, of course, we got the, uh, the ski resorts um, that are close by. So living up here in Tella County provides us a much closer access to those ski resorts. I've got tons of friends that live down in Colorado Springs, and they either go the back way, which is they're going to have to drive 45 minutes out of the way just to come up here and go the same way that we go uh, to Breckenridge, which is a very popular place. A lot of folks go out here. That's one of our favorite ski resorts that we go out here. It takes us an hour and a half to get there. We just do a day trip. It's an hour and a half in the morning. We go out there, we ski as much as we want, and then we drive back. We usually grab lunch there in South Park, uh, which is in Park County on the other side of Hoosier Pass. And we'll get some breakfast, some uh, some lunch there. Uh, they got a brewery there. They've also got a nice soup and sandwich place there too. And then we'll continue on back. And it's a nice day trip that we do. Folks that live in Colorado Springs, the faster route for them to go a lot of times is going to be I-25 up to I-70. And I can't tell you how many times the traffic on I-25 or I-70 has been stopped to a standstill. I've heard horror stories of folks waiting three or four hours just to get to the ski resort. Um, and imagine getting there after sitting in traffic that long, how much you actually want to ski. So we're nice and close to Breckenridge. It's a nice, beautiful back way to go that you get breathtaking views all the way out there. And then plus you can go down to Monarch. Monarch isn't far from us either. It's an hour and a 45 minute drive from our place that we go to. So we typically get season passes. Uh, the Epic Pass is what we get. And, uh, and it's just great. I mean, it pays for itself in a few visits. And it's amazing because we get to go out there and ski and just have a blast out there. So that's some awesome stuff that, you, that you're able to do as well uh, with the skiing. Mountain biking, uh, you got all kinds of mountain biking trails like endurance trails that you can do out here that are locally within this area. You're also close to those ski resorts as well that you can actually do some downhill in the summertime. They'll literally take your mountain bike that you can rent if you don't have an actual like a good downhill mountain bike. You can rent one and they'll literally, they'll take it up the chairlift for you and uh, and then you can just get to ride down the mountain all day. So you don't have to even pedal up the mountain, you just get to ride down. But I'll warn you, that's almost as much of a workout as going up sometimes with some of those trails. It's a lot of fun. But they break them all down between green, blue, and black, almost like you're out there skiing or snowboarding. And then uh, another one that we love doing is, is visiting the mountain towns. So being out here already in the mountains just provides us a closer proximity to a lot of those, like Buena Vista, Salida, uh, Leadville, uh, Fair Play in South Park or even Breckenridge. Like those, those are areas that we can get to very easily for a nice day trip to just go out there, walk around, enjoy the towns, enjoy the restaurants, maybe hit up a brewery, uh, and get to come back with a couple growlers or whatnot. But it's just a lot of fun. We just, we're just kind of in it already as opposed to having to drive into it. So um, I hope you got some from this video. Uh, I'm super happy that I'm out here doing this for you guys. I'm looking forward to more of these and looking forward to any kind of comments. Please don't forget, hit that subscribe button and put that and click that little bell so you get notified when more of these videos come out because I will be having more and more of these videos. Once again, I'm James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate, Keller Williams Clients Choice, and, uh, and I'm here to help serve any of your real estate needs out here. Phone number 719-304-9772. Hope you have a great day. Bye.